Mannequin Chill is back, and we are leading up to my favorite week of the NFL season. It is Thanksgiving. It is my typical time where you really know that the season is starting to come to a close. And Shane, we are here on this episode not to talk about CJ Stroud or trades or in-depth strategy, but we are here with this show to give thanks to all of the subscribers, the listeners, the raiders and reviewers, the patrons that have signed up for our Discord, anybody that's purchased a roster review, anybody that's bought merchandise, anybody that's just left comments. Even if we disagree, we can get back to people with feedback. But really, anybody that's supported the channel now in the last, I think we are in 26 months going. We're Something in- like that, yeah. But just here to give back to everybody that's interacted with us, everybody that has followed, subscribed, purchased... It's a thank you episode where we're going to talk about some of the things that we are thankful that this group of individuals have made us better dynasty players. What are you thankful for? What's the first thing that came to mind when I told you this was going to be the topic? Just honestly, that people want to listen, watch, talk to us. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes my DMs, they'll get flooded and I'll be like, oh again but you know considering the alternative where no one wants your opinion and no one cares about your opinion that would kind of suck i'd hate to be doing this and think that people don't care about what you think about it you know i'm thankful when people reach out to us and tell us what they like what they don't like all these new players come in and kind of challenge us not in a direct way like hey why it's they make us think about why we think the things we think they make us think about the processes that we have and whether they need to be changed because to us, they become second nature. It's just, well, you just tear down off this wide receiver for a wide receiver and a pick. But why do you do that? What's the reason for it? And I'm thankful for people to have watched the show from the beginning. We didn't even start streaming until I don't even know when. But when we first started, our shows, videos would get, what, 100 views, 200 views. But the comments would always be strong. And I'd always be thankful that people wanted to comment on it. So I'm just thankful that we get to talk to people about fantasy football. You can't exactly apply fantasy football knowledge to the rest of your daily life, right? But you can apply thought processes, the thinking behind it, of thinking differently. Going, all right, well, how can I attack this in a different manner? That's something that you can use in every aspect of your life. I tried to go through and think about the things that really... Really, I probably wouldn't have gotten to or gotten out of whatever this is that we've built, this community, this channel, this brand, all of those things. And I think you kind of already hit on it, but I I just want to mention that is the thing I am most thankful for is it's great to get people that say you're really smart or thank you for the advice or that's a good idea. Let me go try it. But just understanding how things grow and evolve, it's the hormetic effect of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. When people push back, when people come in and say, this is my first year playing Dynasty, or people come in and say, I've tried to do that in my league and it doesn't work. And they challenge you because sometimes we get caught up, like you said, in your own little hive mind of ideas and it becomes, well, I already know this isn't going to work or I already know this is never going to happen or I already know that my portfolio of leagues is never going to fall for this. And then you get somebody that comes in and reminds you that it is possible. You know, Ray always says this, try it, send the offer. The worst thing someone can say is, wow, did you think that I just started playing Dynasty and I didn't know that trick? Or did you think I was actually going to make that deal with you? 
But we've seen a lot of people come in and say, I'm going to try this in my league, or this is the offer that I got. And sometimes we're blown away. I mean, there's many times on streams where we will say, wow, are you kidding me? I wish that would come to my offer in my inbox in one of our leagues. And really, there's somebody out there that's actually getting that deal. We don't know anything else about the players, the buy-in, the group of people that they're playing with. We know nothing about any of that. But it's here just to remind everybody that even if you've done this for over a decade, like Shane and I, if you've played season after season after season, we've seen the peaks and valleys of what things look like during the season and then where things go in the off season and then how things start to trend back towards the other direction as we get closer to the next year. We've seen so many life cycles of a dynasty season that sometimes we just assume everybody else already knows that. But more importantly, a lot of the people that we're playing with are also thinking the exact same way. And as we expand, as we we add more listener leagues as we grow the community, as we're jumping in more leagues with people that we've never played with. Because I'll be honest, I think a lot of our old school, old guard MFL players that you and I have been playing with for five plus years, not that they're not around, but that's slowly not becoming the majority of the people that I'm playing with. Now I'm in a lot more leagues with DD people, with trades in five people. And there's going to be a point where probably half the leagues here in a year or two are looking like that, that they've just been formed in the last couple seasons. So I'm going to have to change. And I'm very thankful that people have challenged me and always done their own research. Even if they don't have the time to put in as much as we do, they've always done their own research and thought through things. We have a very, very intuitive and thought-provoking audience that is on the ground floor playing Dynasty. And we'll always say, you know what? That doesn't make sense. Explain the why, or maybe you should do it this way. There's many times during streams where I see the comments, and sometimes what's said in the comments about a question that we're discussing on air is even better than what we answer on air. And that's a testament to our community. So that is the very first thing, is just thanking everybody for always pushing us, always calling us out on bullshit if they don't think we're right, or if they think we're missing something. Always call us out. We're not perfect. We're not going to be able to cover everything at all times, uh, but just really thankful to have the community that has challenged us they're not just listening they're actually thinking and pushing back yeah i love that pushback and you know that's one of the things in the youtube comments that i would always kind of enjoy is when someone would tell me i'm wrong and sometimes i would show why i'm not wrong and i'll, I'll say maybe 70 to 80 percent of the time i'd still feel like i was right after the conversation but there is that 20 percent of the time that i never would have had where i end up going oh I need to relook at this. Like, why did I think that? You know, because someone will bring up some facts that I didn't even think of. Because, yeah, we, we do get myopic. We do start to look at things in a specific way. And, yeah, I love the new players that we're playing with or the people that are playing on Sleeper now as opposed to MFL because it feels different. And it's funny. I said that a couple years ago when I started playing on Sleeper. Like, it just felt different. Like, Sleeper felt like a different environment and different world than MFL, and it still does. We talked about it earlier. How can we not? Be thankful for the cool ass terms that everyone's given us, like stanking, Dio John, Orb, how people have embraced hammer and squirt. You know, it's it's pretty funny to me when when I tweet out a squirt at someone and you can tell it's people that watch the show, they get it because then other people tweet and be like, Well, that doesn't make sense there. But then our people will be like, No, 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 that makes perfect sense. Like so I don't know. I just think that's really cool. Like some of the terms they've come up with too. Yeah. And it's inspired us to be able to grow the audience. You know, there's almost like inside jokes and a secret language that we have with a lot of our listeners and the people that are really loyal and watch and follow every single week. Uh, my favorite one, I still crack up when I see this on screen is cans. And it evolved from Shane just saying that's a trash can. And that term has been used. I don't know how many times over the last couple of years, 
but now it's just it's been abbreviated and that is that is exactly what we're talking about shane uses the word trash cans but you know what trash cans are just an everyday thing that all of us have a couple of them in our house that's not cool enough for trades in five what's real cool is you just abbreviate it when you're trying to say trash can you just list the word can and it's always under usually running backs hey a bunch of cans and that i mean that's literally the definition of what i was talking about so just testament to everybody for exactly what you said as well how much merch do we have shane that is inspired by something that was just a quip or a funny moment from a stream i mean you go to their merch store and it's other than the stuff that has the trades in five logos on it like pretty much everything else is like oh yeah that's an inside joke you know the orb sweatshirt the hammer hats you know all of those things are evolved from our audience you and i are not sitting back going hey let's come up with these cool terms and try to really plug it on the show so that we can sell some of those hats with a big hammer across it you know those just evolved organically so it's kind of cool that we've been able to turn that into like something that you can tangibly buy and wear as like a an honor piece like hey yeah i watch trades in five like anybody in the fantasy community if they saw a hat or they saw a shirt that has a big hammer on it if they know trades in five they're they're probably sitting there thinking you know what that might be a trades in five piece of merchandise so really really cool uh to see that uh what else you got i'm thankful for our partnership with uh dd i'm thankful mostly for you and clay i've been doing this with you some version of what, four or five years now? I don't even know how old Mannequin Chill is. The oldest one I see on here, I believe, is from 2020. But I almost feel like we might have been doing it even earlier than that. We've been doing some version of Mannequin Chill together for, it's been over three years. Almost four years. If you go back and watch some of those original ones on the other platform, some the production quality is rough there. It's dark. We don't have good microphones. It's literally what you would expect somebody uh, starting up a show and going, hey, let's just go live and see what happens i might have been doing it on a chromebook at a kitchen table no desk or anything yet or in a garage that's completely darkened out yeah so now i mean i'm thankful that i've got to do this with you for as long as i have i'm thankful that clay reached out to both of us and kept harassing us telling us to do the show i'm thankful that uh ray you know believes in our our, our product and wanted to partner with us and i also appreciate that i'm with two guys you and clay that work harder than I do or as hard as I do that I never have to worry about. Are they going to work as hard as me? Are they going to put the grind in like me? I'm just thankful for all that. And fantasy football wise, for no other reason, I'm, I'm thankful for Puka Nakua because you know what? Players like Puka Nakua are what make this game fun because it's a guy that came out of nowhere. We say this game would not be fun and it wouldn't be fun if everything went the way you expect it, right? If every first round rookie NFL wide receivers who hit, this game would be easy. If, if it just went exactly how it was supposed to go to plan, this game wouldn't be as fun. So like players like Puka Nakua coming out of nowhere and just, you know, reinvigorating or, or giving us something to talk about for four weeks. I'm just thankful for players like that, too. It's hilarious because I wasn't even really thinking down this road until you brought that up. But we are two thirds of the way through another season. Coincidentally, I'm working on the new roster construction series that I'm doing for Destination Dynasty. And it's been interesting because I did it last year and I'm kind of revamping it this year in terms of how I would change things. And so when you're doing something from a year ago updating it to what you would do today, clearly you're going to you know, listen back or read back things that you might have had an opinion on a year ago and go, what have I changed? Because really, that's what probably a lot of the people listening are focusing on. What's different? I heard this before. What's different? As stressful as it can be when players get injured, 
when players get knocked out of a game early and you're going, man, that sucks that I started that player. He only scored 2.9 points this week. Shout out to Ken Walker and then leaves the game, especially if you have a team built around like, man, that's my hammer running back. And then he gets injured. You know, everything on your roster was built around that one player, at least giving you, you know, X amount of production every single week. It does remind you of how much variance and how much we don't know. And a lot of that isn't because we don't know it. It's just the results are unpredictable. And it, usually we get to a point during the offseason where we are so sure of how things are going to go. And then as soon as the season starts, you're slapped in the face and you're reminded that this is not going to go how we thought it was going to. And every year we get caught in the trap of like, this is the perfectly constructed and built team until it isn't. That generally is what leads to our content. If we did not have variants and we did not have things that come out of nowhere, some surprising like Puka Nakua, some negative like injuries that knock out superstar players for the entire year. That's what creates the content. If it was just the status quo and it was who could obtain the right roster and who could obtain those right players going into the year, those are the people that we're going to win. There isn't a show. And the in-season content and the in-season shows are really what make this this channel. It what it's what makes our brand, it's what makes you know, a lot of our discourse on a week-to-week basis. Not that there isn't a place for stuff in the offseason, but go back and listen to some of our trade opinions in May and June, after rookie drafts and before the season started, Shane. And people, if you just pulled those clips, and really, we don't look that much different than we did four months ago, right? You pull some of those clips and you go, wow, you could put that on current social media, current social shorts on TikTok or on YouTube, and people go, what are you talking about? But those were real opinions that at the time, we thought they were right. We thought that trade was a great trade. And I'm sure we could find some where you go, yeah, actually, I'd just do the opposite today and it would be right. So just thankful for everybody that continues to support because it reminds us this game we are playing, it is a game within a game. We are trying to play a game of guessing what's going to happen on a fantasy or on a football field with other people's lives in so many moving parts. And then we're trying to translate it to this small little game board where we're subject to like 10 or 11 players. And what are they going to do after we make a bunch of decisions between one and the other? So it's just a reminder of how much variance, but I'm thankful that that variance exists. Because like you said, if it didn't, there'd be nothing to talk about. It'd be the same stuff over and over and over, but instead we get chaos every week. And as much as people complain about how the NFL is chaotic and the officiating sucks and there's too many injuries and all that kind of stuff, that is what makes this game so good. So just thankful. I'm very thankful for the variance that exists. Otherwise, this game would not be as fun. Yeah, and thankful to to Clay. I know Clay doesn't do Mannequin Show with us, but Clay has really ties a lot of what Shane and I do together. Uh, thankful for everybody that helps out. Liam, our editor. Terrell who does tons of stuff behind the scenes that, gosh, if you didn't do, Terrell, uh, Shane and I would have to do. (laughs) It would just be more things that we would lose and we would be uh, out of line in communication with people and things wouldn't get organized. It's already can be a challenge, but uh, thankful to those guys and everybody else that has assisted in some way uh, on helping us out with uh, graphics, with music, with production, with social media, all of that stuff. Thankful to everybody on the team. We're the ones on the screen. We're the ones that our opinions are known, but all of these people that are affiliated with this channel, they know what they're doing. They play dynasty. Like they didn't come into this because we're like, yeah, you know, we need somebody to necessarily run the channel. Like they started at a spot where they were fans of the show and they wanted to help out. So thankful to everybody that helps us out. Go crush the next six weeks. I'm talking to everybody 
to go win a championship. And if not, make sure you maximize pushing your team in the opposite direction so that you're fully prepared for the offseason where things are only going to continue to get better here on Trades in 5. With that, good luck, everybody, in Week 12. And for Shane and myself and everybody at the channel, we are thankful to everybody out there. We'll be back next week. Man, it can chill out.